1: This is Mike. How are you?
2: Yeah, hi. How this is I'm a Pale How are you doing, Sal?
1: How are you? Okay. Okay. Got an interview
2: scheduled with you right
1: now? Absolutely. And I have to tell you, the new record, man, it sounds incredible. I mean, when it comes to a Pale Horse Named Death, you kind of know what you're going to get, but you never know what you're going to get, if that makes any sense. Uh, thank you. Uh, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I, I know, two years between the records, which was... Amazing, you know, because it was a long wait, you know, from laying my soul to waste to when the world becomes, excuse me, undone. I got gas today. I apologize. <laughs> a lot of years in between those records, so I'm glad that it was only a two year wait for this one. Yeah,
2: well, you know, there was there, there was a bit of a gap because I was busy working in other in other bands and um, I took a break from it. But uh, you know, you know, I, I was kind of itching to. Uh, it was something because was, I was not totally satisfied with the previous records. so it's kind of continued to um, work on the material and also new production measures and get it you know, the pandemic of course to shut down also allow you to just work you know and, and go nowhere for a while too. So um I'm really happy on so far how everyone's receiving it and um you know, you're right, you never know what you're gonna get. It's gonna have that similar sound but uh,
1: True. I, I didn't. Really, you really weren't happy with the last record. It was more of a like a production thing than the, a song one. Well, the last was kind It was. It was the, the, the material. It was, there was
2: some material I was dissatisfied with because a lot of it was material that was on the wayside that I had sitting on uh, uh, waiting all those six years. At the same time, uh, I wasn't satisfied with the production. I thought uh, things could have sounded even. new and there was good songs on that. Um, you know, this record, I felt like I was able to just, you know, I, 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 I basically sat on, didn't have anyone involved with it, um, as far as production and engineering and all that stuff. Uh, I produced everything myself and I got to bring in the elements that I wanted to bring in, got to get the clarity that I wanted. At the same time, I worked then hand in hand with my Apple Applebaum when it was time to master.
1: That's great. I mean, is it better when you do your thing your way than have other people involved? Because when you're in other bands, you know, and there are four or five other members, you kind of, it's a lot of give and take. Sometimes it's all give and no take. But with this, it's like, like I said, it's your way or the highway. And is it better that way for you, or is it actually more pressure in the end? Uh, For me, it's
2: better that way. I, I always, on all the records, I've always performed most of the instruments, pretty much, except for guitar solos. But, you know, everything was always, I was always. Yeah, it's always been kind of like a, a Trent Reznor style of records, but I've always had a partner. In the early days, it was me and Matt Brown, and and he would collaborate on you know some guitar work, but the production and the engineering was like his thing, and, and those records came out amazing. And the third record, I had um, you know someone else involved. just, again, I feel privileged and honored that I like, can, you know, the guy
1: getting another one out, you know, so, and we're digging it so far. Yeah, it is a great record, and like I said, being able to have complete control over the songwriting process and have every instrument sound the way you want it to, it'll work for you on record, but how does it go when you're out and play live and you have your band playing with you now, and especially when you have band members that come in and come out of the band, are they... You have to be very specific with them and this is how I want it to go because every guitar player Especially when they're doing solos or other things they want to do their own thing They want to add their own touch to the song their own personality to it But you want it live the way you did it on record so that it have to kind of be You know very regimented to keep it that way for you Try
2: to um, I understand live is live and, and, but, but nobody, nobody's changing notes or, or anything like that and the guitar they were the ones that played, you know, like guitar solos, Eddie and Joe Taylor, they did the guitar solos, so solos, are solos, they're, uh, they're going to play them the way they play them, uh, live. Um, there is specific things, though, like whether it's the picking the slides in regards to the basses and the guitars. they really need to retain that element that's on the record. Uh, I am particular about that. For all, it's not a drum solo. It's not a, it's not a guitar solo. world, you know, it's just do. It's supposed to be for the songs, and and that's where I get
1: a little bit you know, Trent on everybody, you know. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. You know, over the years, throughout interviews, you've always said that you know the music and the lyrics are very personal to you. There's a lot of dark topics you touch on, and I think on every record, and every song. And I'm sure you don't walk around miserable all day long. But does those kind of songs make better songs than like a happy, happy-go-lucky song?
2: Yeah, yeah, of course, you know. And, uh, you know, uh, it's not healthy to day in and day, especially when you have a family and, and kids. Uh, so I do try to be the jokester around them, although sometimes personal, you know, personal depression gets in the way. It but but um, it is a way to express and get it out of my system. Uh, you know, for example, although uh, I, 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 previous sure is almost. Every song would be some kind of personal, you know, thing. This record, I kind of, um, There are a couple of songs where I kind of did stuff out of the box where the songs were not about um, uh, personal depression stuff, you know what I mean? Uh, it touched more on, like, demonic shit and other things, biblical, whatever, stuff. Um, but, like, you take a song right now that you probably received uh, Shards of Glass, song is about um, a, a connection with me about you dealing know, with a toxic family member that has been utterly trying to wreck my, my life for 12 years and uh, that just nothing it's always constant defamation to family relatives and social media and so I was like okay well no, it, it, it wasn't even intentional phone just came out like that, the title in my head, Shards of Grass, I was like oh, I'm tiptoeing around this one again because I gotta go for some kind of event to my family and um, it's, it's basically about which many people probably deal with on, on, a, on an everyday basis when you have that toxic situation that you kind of cringe that you gotta deal with once in a while and you're, it's Beyond walking on eggshells, you're walking on broken glass and and always cutting your feet up just trying to make other people happy by coming to some kind of event and then you end up always having that regret and it doesn't end until you finally cut everybody off. So um, that's a personal song, but it's written in a way that can reach out to them many people on different levels and circumstances they can relate to it, because I don't try to be too specific. It, I do leave an open-ended room for interpretation and people to make music on their own. Uh, so, unfortunately, yeah, you know, uh, the, the depressing days where there are a battle, I, I seem to be a little bit super quick-witted with coming up with the most depressing lines um, <laughs> and as a joke it's a blessing and a curse at the same time because, uh, you know, it can be a bit much at times. So these days I've been trying to be a little more positive and chipper and keep things moving. I'm always involved in a lot of other things outside of music so that, you know, we try to keep our heads busy, you know. And i got to be there. I'm a dad, so i got to keep it together for my kids and not show that side uh, to them. And uh, the music and the lyrics is a, is a good way to release it every now and then.
1: To the world publicly True You know 25-30 years ago You know We grew up in the same era You know 70s early 80s As teenagers and stuff And you know, it was a simpler world back then, and even when you were in a band, you didn't think twice about jumping into a van or a car, half broken down and traveling anywhere in the country to go play a show and get out on the road. As we get older, you know, work and other stuff comes into play, families, kids. Is it much harder today to get things going as on the musical level than it was 25 years ago? Or do you actually kind of prefer it now because, you know, you make a work around, you know, your life?
2: Absolutely. It's crazy. It's so complicated just to even get rehearsal scheduled. Uh, uh, even to get together, I mean, A, the pandemic has created a huge obstacle in even making any any plans, but, um, yeah, very complicated because you reach a point, like, look, I started out, you know, I was, at one time in my life, I was fine with riding in a van, living off a potato chips and hot dog and playing the show, and doing what had to be done, and driving across country. It's easy when you're alone. And you don't have to worry about a home or maintenance or family or children or wives and, and, and responsibilities. It, it's just, you know, when you're young, you're young. It's different. You're able to risk more. You got nothing, you got less to lose, you know? Yeah. Then, you know, you reach a point where, and of course I was a late bloomer, so I had, I had kids late in life, so my kids are young. So, you know, they're gonna miss me and I'm gonna miss them. that requires all the time maintenance, especially in spring and summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside, it's like, not stop maintenance, not stop getting on the tractor and cut the grass, and cutting trees down, and trees fall, and every time there's a storm, some freaking tree falls over, there's gotta be covered trees. <laughs> so, it's just, there's a lot going on. Plus, I'm like a car and beef, so I'm always so I'm always working on my cars, and I got cars in restoration, and I'm like in and out, of because after a while you feel like well I've given my soul to this industry and I've gotten sometimes good things back and sometimes I've gotten shitty things back and it, it's a fickle industry and, and you reach a point in your life where you're like listen I'm tired of being 24-7 all the time with this because I've given my heart my sweat and tears I've got to do other things I've got to look out for other things i got i got my own you know like uh, you know uh, my, my my older daughter's now starting School in a in a private academy, you know. So that's a tuition to worry about. You know, all these things they they um, they chip away at you, and you're just trying to balance everything. Be a good guy, be a good dad, be a good, you know, be a good rock rock musician, and be good to your fans also because they were there. So the I I always feel like if I can just keep me records, I'm always. inflation going on right now, so it's really expensive to go out on a tour in the United States and in Europe. Now in Europe you have this problem where the pandemic is still out of control, you got shows that happen, don't happen, you got bands that are canceling tours, booking tours, canceling tours, same thing is going on here in the United States, you got some states that are pulling, pulling it off, and then you got some states that are about to shut down again for all we know, because going backwards especially here in new york and california that's all we hear so um uh, uh everything's gonna come and, and 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 obviously you know say you're close to me in age that the heyday that we lived and i was a teenager in the 80s uh, those were good times and these kids will never know these good the times and they'll they will never they in a van and playing a show at a local bar and having a good time. Uh, Things are very complicated. Social media plays a big part in everybody's life. and controls everybody like a robot, especially the young generation. They believe every crap they read. And um, we got Years to go. And stop us from making music and listening to music and listening to our favorite band. Look up and find, you know, it's like these young kids are listening to old Sabbath records or, 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 and old Jimmy Hackett or any of these old bands that they can just look them up even though they may not be playing. So, uh, is just there uh, is the universal language for helping people heal and get their frustrations out and, and feel. Oh, hot, humid, they were just doing a little local show, it was like, you know, these guys played on a Saturday. Like Tuesday, guys in this band were all COVID-positive. Mm. Now, you know, you gotta worry about this shit. You gotta worry about being asymptomatic, where you don't feel anything, but you got this stupid virus, and you gotta pass it on to maybe you know, an older person or someone that may not have the immunity to, to fight it, and they could get sick and end up in the hospital. Or you can get sick. Or look at the governor of Texas. He's vaccinated, but he came up COVID positive. There is still cases of people being, you know, so, you know, this is crazy what's going on. And I think it's changed the face of music. And I see so many artists desperately trying to act like it's normal. Yeah, we're going on a tour. Yeah, check it out. blah, 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 blah. blah. But you've got to worry about, you know, you book your flights or you book your plans to go somewhere. And then they're going to change because. You know, we could go back. It looks like we're going a little bit backwards, and yeah. you know, it looks like we we might be facing another something or ourselves, I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand a lot of this because I feel like a lot of it is bullshit po- po- politics politicized. The virus is real, but they weaponize it and politicize it because that 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 hunger and thirst for. to these people that are in power that they
1: don't want to let go. Absolutely. I don't let go of it. Well, Cuomo's gone in a couple of more days. Oh, uh, thank devise, devise We got a few more months and uh, then maybe things will get back to semi-normal. You know, who
2: the hell am Judging by your last name, I can see you're Italian also. Absolutely. Okay, from, from, from one Italian to another Italian, that piece of shit saying that he was Fondling people because he's Italian is the biggest insult to all the Italians. And he said, what? No, oh, I'm Italian. That's why I did what I did. No, 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 You can be warm and affectionate, but you don't need to be putting your hand on tits and ass. Absolutely. And make it, and then saying it's because you're Italian. So then you're branding all the Italians and fucking doing the same thing. Okay. You know, uh um, uh, that's bullshit. That's not nice, you know, that's wrong and, and he's he's a pure perfect example of power hungry, you know, getting to your head. That guy he he killed all these old people in the nursing homes. He never he never faced any anything for it. So so what's happening to him now is well deserved. I hope his brother goes down the tubes with him. Yep. All these crazy governors that did some crazy radical shit to us. They were wrong and they, and they need to be brought up on on whatever it is charges whatever it is without being political you know these guys were all messed up to do the things the way they did them and uh you know uh, good riddance good riddance now, i don't know about the one that's filling in how that's going to go but at least you know,
1: it, you know this guy who was high and mighty, putting out books last year, and, 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 and he was like the king of uh, everybody wanted him to be the president. Uh, he got his ass kicked, and they need to take that name off the bridge too. His father was lousy too. That's right, <laughs> that's absolutely right. I hope it does happen. Oh man, <laughs> so, do you think you'd be able to get any kind of show going just for this album, like to do a release party, or is that a, it's not even an option right now? No, it's not much of an option.
2: I got and I got I got issues with members too, like like who, who's, who's quirky about going out, mm-hmm. who's quirky about stuff. You know, I mean, I could barely I, I had trouble trying to people show to order stuff. Right and so the way things are busy. So we hope I mean, maybe maybe the maybe over the holidays, Maybe early twenty twenty two, maybe something could be planned where, you know, I can move to some somewhere around here. It'd be nice to, you know, and granted, I'm also involved in other things that you know take takes care of the bills. Here. So my luxury of just getting up and going away at a drop of a hat is a little bit limited because we all got we all got to do what we got to do. It. And again, I've been in this industry for so long, and it's like it's good times and it's bad times. And if you try to make a living just from this. You're gonna you're gonna go hungry, you know. Mm. You know it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a it's a wonderful illusion. Everyone thinks you're sitting on some high hill somewhere, but the reality is that you know uh, you gotta you gotta have uh, the nuggets coming in from left and right to keep things going, especially if you have a family. And um, so, you know, it, it is complicated, like we were talking before. It's it's complicated. I hope do something very like soon. Um. on the lookout next week, I think it's on the 26th, Metal Injection's premiering the video, um, and the new single's coming out, the next single's coming out, next week called Reflections of the Dead, um, the video is incredible, it was uh, filmed in Sweden, and uh, I'm really psyched about people seeing that, and hearing the next song, and September 24th, the new record comes out, and uh, like I said, my, my, my brain is already blown about when we're in, of snow and I'm stuck because of snow days or something and I got a I got moonlight at night time, I'm going to start, you know, start tracking and putting down, start making some sketches and put, putting arrangements together and start
1: Are you the kind of songwriter that just likes to bang things out and, and they come out the way you want them? Or do you kind of have to sit on songs for a while apart parts and, and piece them all out and put them together?
2: It's both. Sometimes I'll come up with a couple like sketches where it's like a verse chorus type of thing and then I'll leave it alone and walk away for a while. And then I'll come back to it and I'll have some kind of fresh, prolific moment where the bridge and everything else just happens. And then there's times... Last year, uh, I had like from October to November, I had like four songs came out all at once. Like shot the glance, was like, boom right there." I already at the first chorus bridge. I already was like, "Okay, it was just a matter of arranging it." What was going on and the melody, guitar, and then lyrics, right? So it it, it it those tend to be always the best songs. You're in a particular mood that uh, it, it uh it's uh, it does not some the best songs. Uh, so it, it, it depends. Uh, for me, it's only uh, a, a very much a mood thing. I gotta be in some kind of zone and. Uh, Up, I start fooling around, jamming things up, sad, and the riffs, whatever, and then all of a sudden, oh, shit, here we go. And the ideas come, and I'll try to track it and keep it. Sometimes things will sit for a few months, or, you know, a little while, and I'll get back to it because I just bounce, I'll bounce around and go to another idea, you know, and before I know it, it's, it's like I've got sketches for eight songs. get on a of a, a personality and a vision, and it starts unfolding before my eyes, and then the lyrics and the boots and the subject matter starts to unfold also.
1: Yeah. Have you ever had that one riff that just poured out of you, it was incredibly like, oh man, I can't wait to write a song around this, no matter how hard you tried, you just couldn't fit it in anyway, and you finally just threw it out?
2: Um, and never throw anything out, but I've, I've had that happen in, in the last, you know, it's been ten years. I've had like a couple of good, really good heavy riffs, and I'd be like, I don't know where to stick this freaking thing, you know. Um, so uh, that that I wouldn't think is a normal thing to happen. Um, uh, so yeah. On that note, gonna be gonna be <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On a one minute left, it's two twenty nine, two thirty. I gotta go. I well, you know, we'll
1: wrap it up, so I know you've been doing these things all day long and you get tired of it, but what an amazing Oh, I, I, I got them all back to back. I got No time to breathe. But, Inferno and, and Tara, what an amazing record you put out. September 24th, Long Branch Records. I can't wait for everybody else to hear this record. I and mean, I, I really, you know, I have to say it's your best one because that makes other sure three sound like they weren't that great, but they're really amazing albums. This one just it's a little head and shoulders above the rest. A lot to me because I, uh, I I I am
2: feeling like that as well. I feel like it's one of one of the more prestigious works. I mean, I'm a big fan of the second record and the first record as well. But I thought this was a good, uh, a, good uh, a good next phase for where I'm at musically. I I, you know? so I, I really appreciate it, Mike. I appreciate the support, and uh, hopefully, I can run into you if I play in New York. And uh, please. I will. Haven't missed, I haven't support. missed the
1: show in New York yet. I can't wait for the next one. It might be next year, but I'll be there. All right, Mike. Take care. All right, bye. be safe, man. All take right, care. take care. Take, take care, sir.